0: I've been using a graphic for some of my postings on my podcasts that says, those who read, succeed. Originally, it was a poster that I had put in my junior classroom when I was a classroom teacher in the middle of my career. But then I used it all the time when I was teaching teachers in training about the importance of literacy and what that meant in the classroom, which I'll get to in a minute. But I always reminded my students that they had to have in the back of their head when they were teaching that those who read succeed. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that expression, and I want to explore it a little bit with you now, because I want it sets the stage for all the other things that I've been talking about and doing. First of all, there isn't anything that we do in school as teachers, as educators, that doesn't involve the use of language. Going to school means, in large part, learning how to communicate effectively, how to read and be able to understand what we read, how to talk about what we read, whether that be a book or a newspaper article, how to write down our thoughts, and how to listen and attend to what somebody is talking about, and follow an argument. So no matter what we do in the classroom, from the first day in school until the last day of school, everything involves language. And at that core, at that root, is reading. When we read, we put the words together, and it reverberates in our head. There was a time when reading was all about teaching the mechanics. When I started school, nobody talked about understanding and processing what we're reading. It was all about the mechanics, being able to recognize the letters and the words, and string the letters together and the words together to make sentences and to use sentences to write something down. In school, in the primary grades, in the junior grades, whether I was the teacher or I was the student a generation before, it was all about Understanding, what does this sentence mean? What does that word mean? What does this book tell us about? What does this mean, rather, um, when this happens in the story? We took apart books and we talked about setting and mood and character development. But we never went beyond the text of a particular book, and talked about what does this tell us about something else. To give you an example, when we were in high school, we read A Tale of Two Cities, and we talked about the meaning of what the book says, but I don't ever remember communicating or learning that A Tale of Two Cities really was all about the French Revolution and why there was a French Revolution and what was this book telling us about the French Revolution. I remember lying in my room on my bed, day after day after day, reading The Three Musketeers, and reading The Count of Monte Cristo. But I don't remember ever thinking about, what does that book tell me about the life in France and about the historical period? When we studied Shakespeare in high school, we never related it to the events from which William Shakespeare derived his inspiration to write his plays that's the difference between the mechanics of reading and the the processing and using what we read to help us understand something else and that's where literacy comes in the important thing when we're reading is to take what that story is telling us, or what that article is telling us, and put it in the context of the world we live in and the life we lead. Those who read succeed because those who read and understand and think about what they've read expand their knowledge about the world and expand their knowledge of people, and expand their knowledge of how societies change, and so forth. We all of us have our areas of expertise and things that we like to read. Some people like to read historical fiction, other people like to read romance novels, other people like to read uh, books that are science fiction. Doesn't matter what the kind of book is, it's how we pull together the things that we read and apply them. If you look at the books of Charles Dickens, for instance, whether you're reading David Copperfield or um, Great Expectations, what does that teach us about the way of life of the young people in the times of the Industrial Revolution and the the lack of education, for instance, and the extremes of poverty and wealth. Those are things we can apply to our life today. If I look at David Copperfield and, and Great Expectations and the Pickwick Papers and I Apply that to life today, and then talk with somebody about how what Charles Dickens wrote about is not that different from what if we're experiencing today to today. Experiencing today. That's where literacy becomes important. That's where we can say those who read succeed. Understanding What we read means taking it and applying the concepts that are raised in the book, having a conversation about the ramifications of what we've read. That's what we mean by those who read succeed. And so far as a society, we're not doing a very good job of going beyond the mechanics and talking about the way in which we can apply what we're reading to our lives and to ourselves. That's where oral reading, reading aloud comes in. If I'm in front of a classroom, I can take a book from any period, and I can read it, and then help my students put themselves into the environment in the novel. I can help them think about what's happening to those characters and what would happen in society today. And have it, has it ever happened to us before? whether it's, it's something that's a fantasy or, or an adventure story or looking after animals. It doesn't have to be something contemporary to be able to learn from what we read. We refer to learning from what we read as deep learning. Taking what we've learned and obtaining up- <coughs> sorry, taking what we've read and applying it to what's going on around us. That's why it's important in the classroom to have books from a variety of different sources and different cultures and different religions, because then we can help our students develop their interests, and explore the world around them. If all they ever read are books that they can't relate to at all, they're not going to want to read. Reading means getting involved, reading and enjoying it, means getting involved in what we read, and we can only get involved in something we can relate to, So our job as classroom teachers is to help our students find things that they can get involved with and they can learn from. And then, if they're able to, talk to somebody about what they've read and develop their concepts and their ability to deal with the world. If we start with that in kindergarten and help students learn how to not just be able to read the words, but read the ideas. Listen to the ideas that are being advanced and the issues that are being debated in the mind of the author, the novelist. Novels don't come out of empty space they come because an author wants to say something about the world or about a historical period and part of the joy of reading is understanding what that author is trying to say to us the readers about that particular period or idea those who read succeed really means those who think about what they're reading and apply it and read broadly and widely books from different eras and books from different points of view and books that deal with different topics, books that deal with different subjects. When you read broadly and you explore the world around you through reading, you become more likely to be able to find your place in the world and make a difference. Therefore, those who read succeed. And our job as classroom teachers from day one, kindergarten onwards, is to help our students on that journey of exploration so that when they become adult, they can enjoy what they read and continue to be lifelong learning exploring the world around them and what others say about the events of today and yesterday and therefore learn as they go those who read succeed